Roll dice, be nice, and stay tuned. This is the Live to Die podcast. The other day uh, at work, I started uh, a new job kind of recently, and so I'm going through the process. Thanks. That's been a nice change. But I'm going through the process of, like, meeting people, and there's always, like, get-to-know-you questions. And I'll say that I have a weird relationship with, with, like, being on and working on a podcast. Because, like, I'm a white guy in my 30s, and I feel like everyone's like, oh, of course you have a podcast. (laughs) So I try not to lead with that. Mm. And then on top of that, like, I'm in a professional workspace, and then they'll be like, oh, what's it about? I'm going to be like, Pathfinder? And they're like, is that D&D? And the answer's going to be like, kind of, but not really. Um, so I was thinking about this the other day because one of my new coworkers asked like, oh, uh, I was in training with a couple of them. So I was getting a chance to like actually hang out a little bit like in breaks. And they're like, so outside of work, like what kind of stuff do you get up to? And I, and because I'd been like really busy with work that week and I'd it'd been a little funky with training, all I could think was in the last two weeks, all I've done is play Pathfinder, record playing Pathfinder and then edit recordings of me playing Pathfinder. And I was like, I have to come up with it. I have to think about other things that I do, or I'm just going to sound, I'm going to sound odd at work. I'm like, there has to be other things I do. So I am curious, like, cause people get to know us, they hear us playing Pathfinder. And I know actually many of us play other games together or play games, but what are some of the things you get up to, uh, in addition to spending a lot of your weekends recording this podcast with us? We can't say anything about parents, Jared. I mean, that's all I do, though. But like, that's fine. Like, what, but like, what stuff you do? <laughs> so, no. What do you get to do with your kids? Like, I know uh, from talking to you, you know, outside of recordings. But it's, what kind of stuff do you yeah, get to do with your kids? Yeah, lots, lots of sports, lots of sports. I was coaching basketball for a little bit. I don't know if I'm going to do that again or not. Fair. I don't know if it brought enough joy <laughs> to my heart. <laughs> don't, you like brought anxiety. don't you like parents yelling at you? And stuff? Oh my gosh! It's the like worst. Shins, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're doing, we're entering soccer and baseball season. So yes, we've got two in soccer and two in baseball. Um, nice. I watch a little bit of TV when I can. I game a little bit like video game a little bit when I can. Um, but mostly it's making sure my little humans survive. (laughs) Survive survive the seasons of sports they all play. Survive whatever they decide to get into. How was how was their basketball season though? Uh, they won two games out of eight, I think. Those so teams are great. honestly the most fun to be part mm-hmm. of, though, because you're mm-hmm. like, we have no expectations. Yeah, yeah and they, I mean, they got a lot better throughout the season. They started as like one of the younger groups. Oh, nice. And and leveled up, I'd say, but <laughs> not enough to really compete. There's a drop for that. Yeah. The the patch one. Oh yeah, yeah. Level up. The kids leveled up. <laughs> yeah, the kids. Leveled. See, but like, yeah, it, 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 that's one thing that I, I always, I always think is interesting is because it's easy. That's not fair. I'm not a parent. I can't speak to it. I have many friends who are parents, sure. and plenty of them will write off like, "I do parent stuff," but it's always interesting to me what those different things are. And like, I hang out with you, and you're like, "Oh yeah, coaching basketball. We've got kids in soccer <laughs> now." Baseball For example, season. Jason's parenting hobby is to uh, beat his kids mercilessly in boomerang foo. That's oh, a yeah. good one. Yeah, a good We've hobby. like played with them and I'm like, oh, there is no amount of like, oh, I'm going to let the kids win kind of You've never <laughs> played boomerang foo? I have no idea what this oh. is. What? Bro. 
We it's should hook this. Actually, maybe one of the best games. Should we be. just drop this podcast yeah. and go outside right Sorry, now? Sorry, guys. It's, we're canceling the show. It's like very fun. And it is fun. Jason's kids are very good at it. But like when they're playing as a family, Jason's like, you're never going to get better if I let you win. Well, do you know what happened? Jared and his nephew came over <laughs> and I was like, oh, there's levels to this game and who plays it. Right. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm playing it on hard only now. And so I play boomerang foo on hard. <laughs> Anytime I have an extra few minutes so that when the kids play, I destroy them. Yeah. I mean, you say that, but I've also seen Nolan just like run you down. He has every once in a while. He is. Sometimes. He's pretty ruthless. Sometimes he gets on a roll. For clarification, I don't know. I don't know the best way to explain this, Trent, but in this game, you are pieces of anthropomorphic food killing each other with boomerangs in yes. a battle royale game. I understand it now. Okay. Yeah. And you get to wear yeah. hats. It's fantastic. And, oh, yeah. wear, and yeah. this food can wear hats. And okay. if you win, you unlock new hats. Oh. Yeah. So that's the incentive. I'm partial I like to, to the, play the pineapple with the stocking cap. That's like my favorite. Avocado mm-hmm. with the devil horns. I oh, like to be good. the sushi Evocado. that when you get sliced by a boomerang, you turn into two rolls of sushi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the boba tea just like flops out and there's a yeah, little just boba tea. <laughs> yeah. The burger's good too. It's like... You know, lettuce, tomato. <laughs> I usually play the hot sauce. So when you kill it, it just looks like a yeah. bloody, like a Tarantino bloody mess on the it's field true. of hot sauce. Boomerang food, man. We got to play it. All right. Yeah. I'm Actually, down. we were joking about how we want to record, or not joking, talking about like when we want to record the very fini- final boss fight, like kind of on a standalone, come into it on its own day, full of energy. But we're like, what should we do to like warm up and get stoked before the yeah. boss fight? We should play boomerang. We should play boomerang. Like, yeah. Every time fight. I have a game night at my house, that's what we play first is boomerang food. Is that going to be our new thing? It really Hopefully. sets the mood. I like it. <clears throat> All right. So Even people that don't like video games liked it. Like Ryan's not a big fan of video games and he was like, I'm buying boomerang food when I get home. That's <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. solid. Okay. So we learned a little bit about Jason and what you do with your free time. I <laughs> also do like, I, I, I have the advantage of having a really dope sugar mama. Sure. <laughs> and she's okay with me being a stay at home parent. So I get to, Lately, I get to do whatever I fucking want. <laughs> so, like, I made jewelry for a little while. I think I talked about it. I've read a bunch of books. I've watched every documentary on murders that exist. Like, <laughs> all of them. Um, but I think the thing that I'm, like, super jacked up about that most people don't know is Formula One. Oh, and I think yes. maybe you two are aware. Yeah. Yes. But, yeah. like, I watch practice on Friday morning because I... Just want to watch them drive around the track. I assume that's like 4 a.m. or something. Depends uh, on where it is. I record it and watch it when I get <laughs> up. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah. But usually it's about 3 to 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. Well, didn't they just do, uh, was it like demo weekend or whatever? Didn't they just testing? Test weekend. That was what, a couple weekends ago? It was, a, yeah, the week before the first race. And uh, yes, I watched yeah. testing as well. Yeah. Interesting year for it, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trent, Jane, either of you want to talk about the other shit mm-hmm. you get up to? I like to paint. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I've gotten back into that this year. I uh, got out of it because of being in actual art school and having to like go to a painting studio. And I was like, this sucks when you have to do it because someone's telling you to. So I didn't do it for a lot of years. And then kind of like in the pandemic, I was like, I need a hobby again and started picking it back up. And now I think it's fun again. So that's always cool. I like rediscovering hobbies that I had. Um, mm-hmm. Love to read. And uh, that goes anywhere from like you know, like last year I was like, I'm going to read The Count of Monte Cristo because I've never read this. And so like 118 chapter book and all of that to like, then what is the like cheesiest YA I can get my hands on? So there's a big range there. Um, What's my other hobby? 
hanging out with Trent's wife. That's a hobby I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you paint bowls of fruit? Um, I actually, the other day was like, had a papaya and I was like, I'm going to paint this papaya. <laughs> and then I was like, that's a total artist stereotype. Yeah. It's just painting bowls of fruit. I don't really like painting so still lifes. I haven't yet. Okay. I've, I've been thinking about it. Um, I don't like put it in the bathroom. I, yeah, I don't have like, I don't have a thing. <laughs> papaya on a pooper. <laughs> <laughs> now you have to paint the papaya right. going to the now bathroom. Now we're not painting a papaya anymore. <laughs> you guys have killed the idea. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> No, I don't like, I don't have like one specific thing that I like to paint. I feel like some people are like, I paint landscapes or I paint portraits and I just kind of, I kind of go all over the place with it, but it's fun. Have you seen that YouTube guy that, that does portraits on the subway? Oh no. Oh Oh, my gosh. Gives them to the the person. He's insane. I'll have to show you. Yeah. He's really good. Uh, I, can I answer for Trent? Yeah. (laughs) Politics. Yes. News. Yes. And Political news. Yes. <laughs> and, and Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, yes. 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 That's a good That's, uh, that's my I was like, We're missing one big glaring facet of Trent. He's yeah, like the, the voice of Greeley to me. You know, I try to be. Like, and I know what's going on here because I follow Trent. I'd agree Twitter. with that on Twitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's very intentionally the most annoying voice in Greeley possible is, is what I'm going for. So uh, you're not afraid to share your opinion with people who don't agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. And I just like to make them, I like to make entrenched political forces angry at me. Yeah. (laughs) And they're like, we look, you don't even know, like we've been around for so long. I'm like, yeah, that's why I'm, I'm bringing you down. (laughs) It's too long. Yeah. I actually love, uh, Trent is so active on Twitter that there was like a coworker of James's one time when he said like, Oh, my friend Trent. And she was like, do you mean at the Trenton Sperry? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that one, that one. But didn't we also video games? Yeah. Big video big game video person. Game. Yeah. Don't we also have a strange obsession obsession with the papacy and the Pope and like stories <laughs> and knowledge of, yeah. So I, I, I read a lot of like really dry history yeah. as well. Um, literally like as far back as I can get, books written in the 1600s <laughs> about uh about the histories of regions before them you know mm-hmm. so you can't really like trust it but you put them in a good headspace yeah like this is what they were thinking was mm-hmm. was their history sort of thing Interesting. yeah i will say on the Bengals note i think like a solid third of our year we schedule our recordings mm-hmm. for the most part around the Bengals play schedule <laughs> yeah look if if we're playing a a division team at home. Like it's That's not, happening. not happening. Like there's even some weekends in which like we'll plan with like friends up here in Colorado and there's whole friend groups that are like, what's going on with the Bengals this weekend uh, that will affect this friend group's ability to hang out and trend. Mm-hmm. You know what actually also really amuses me about this is, is that you have never lived in Cincinnati. I have You've no ties never... to the state of Ohio <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah. I've never oh, lived really? in Minnesota, but you know I've what? I've been there once. You, you choose your team and you stick by it. And I know Ray. Um, oh, Frost. oh, from Ray. Frost. <laughs> right, I also friends. know Ray yeah, from Frost. He's a good, he's a good Vikings fan. Oh, um, uh, the other thing that I that is a hobby of mine that I'm very excited about that's about to become more of a thing in a couple of months. Rolling well. Okay. Uh, Couldn't resist the stop. If you hit this button, I will <laughs> break your finger. Um, <laughs> no, watching uh, women's soccer. And, uh, this is one of the things that I feel like I have been able to convert James into as well over the years that like he, 
is now also a big women's soccer watcher. Don't sleep on women's hockey either. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Women's hockey is legit. Mm -hmm. Is it his World Cup coming up? Yes, it's uh, in Australia and New Zealand this summer. Nice. It's going to be really fun. I love the World Cup. Wallaby. Men's and women's. Hugh Jackman. They're mm-hmm. both great. Mm-hmm. That's how we got that. <laughs> Only I like the women's more because the U.S. is better. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the one yeah. nice thing. Like the World Cup, you're like, oh, it's super cool to watch sports around the world. I'll cheer for some other country. Yeah. <laughs> Until the women's national, yeah. or the women's World Cup comes up and you're like, USA. <gasps> yeah. Exactly. That's, yeah. Teddy, that's exactly. how we got Teddy Goalsvelt from the, their uh-huh. most recent run. Uh-huh. An amazing <laughs> moment. You just have to go back and look. They're also just like so stacked. Like they've been so good for so long that it's yeah. very fun to root for them. And it's, it's fun to be in Colorado and a fan of the U.S. Women's National Team because like a whole chunk of the U.S. Women's National Team are from Colorado. Mm-hmm. It's it's mm-hmm. a fun state to be cheering on the team from. Yeah. And I mean, like back to your point, Jared, I grew up playing soccer. My dad was my coach for like 15 yeah, years. Yeah. So it's super fun to have your parent be involved that way. And we should note that. Like when Jane says like, oh, I'm so really into that. Like her and her dad will schedule whole like parent child days to go watch <laughs> soccer games nice. together. That's cool. it, it's That's super cool. That is cool. Some, sometimes I get invited. Sometimes not. Sometimes it's very we're fun. like, you don't, you ask too many questions <laughs> for this one. We're taking this very seriously. Uh, so yeah. Thanks you all for sharing a little bit. I, I did end up like finally telling the coworker. I was like, I, I run a lot. I guess, I, I guess at this point, exercise is a hobby. Cause I feel like if I do it as much as I do and it's not a hobby, then it's just really depressing. <laughs> Fair. Um, yeah, like, you know, I listen to podcasts. I, I listen to audiobooks. I board exercise. Games. Yeah, I, I do. I play a lot of board games. Um, and I've gotten back into building miniatures while I edit the podcast because I need something to do with my mm, hands while I fair. listened to stuff. So, yeah, lots of fun shit. Well, thanks, y'all, for, for getting to learn a little bit about each other. Because I think it's it's time now that we we learn a little bit more about the ritual going on in this room that you disrupted. So you're standing in the room. There are three dead bodies, lots of dead bodies. Um, you ju- you first took out what I let slip was the worm prophet, but also like it was a divine spellcaster that was a great gardener, you know, two and two. And then there was a couple of their like director generals, some of the higher ups that were defending them. And when you first came into the room, actually, you saw the this man in a like a smoking jacket robe who was sort of lording over these other two um gray gardeners that were crouched near a brazier in the room glowing with a blue fire that even when water hit it the fire didn't go out there was a sharp scent coming from it that even all this incense burning in the room didn't quite cover from this burning brazier what's uh what are y'all gonna do now standing in a gore-soaked room Josharis is going to start investigating the ritual. That's the word I'm looking for. Ritual yeah. that they were involved in um, using a cult. Trying sure. to figure out what, what we did, what we interrupted, what they have already done. What's your what's your occult bonus? This is going to be a, a secret check for sure. 26. Can, can we aid? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, I'll let any of the aid checks be public. Um. Because it's around magic, I'll allow you can aid for this. Or t- t- tell me what you want to aid with. Talk I'm to me. Looking. Yeah, I can aid too. Uh, can I aid with Arcana? Yeah, I'll allow. It. The DC is going to be a little higher. Okay. But it's. I like to imagine that traditions still have, especially through ritual magic, some interactions of principles, even if there's some fundamental differences. How about Would, with nature? 
Same thing. I'm going to increase the DC for the aid. Would religion make it lower? I think religion would be, uh, religion would be closer. What's your religion? I'm going to do religion. Um, I have a high religion, but I'm actually going to do something else. Oh, okay. My bad. Yeah. thought you were part of the team. Fight me. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were on board. Uh, I'm actually going to go leave and start my own side adventure. Bye, guys. Wait, I haven't killed her yet. No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> Is he? Uh, I got a 27 to aid. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a success, not a crit Just success. Just a plus one. Yep. Uh, this would be a... 48 with nature. Jesus fuck. Okay, that is going to be a crit success. What's your training? Legendary. Oh, it's so, a secret. That's expert. Right. How much is that on a crit? Do you, does someone have the eight thing? it's plus four. Up? Okay, it's plus four. I'm cool with that. That makes sense to me. Uh, so you'll get eight plus four because they're both the same type. They don't stack. So multiple... Right. The way I've always played it is multiple people aiding just gives you... It's like a better chance to get the highest result. Yep. So you'll get a plus four on your... Well, I'll make it for you. A secret so plus check. plus 30. Plus 30 total... While you work on this, no help from Jane. No help from me. <laughs> so, this is, I'm gonna say this is the, like a ten-minute sort of investigation. Okay. You're looking through it. You're taking notes. Um. And what you're able to piece together, Drosharis, is you're seeing essentially sort of a. You're not able to pick out the exact details, right? You realize that what you're seeing is a part of a whole. You suspect that there are other. This is sort of like a secondary ritual supporting a primary one. You do not know how many, but you suspect there are other secondaries as well. And what this seems to be doing is channeling energy towards another ritual. So you do not know what the primary ritual does. This ritual seems to be juicing up or improving another one. You specifically expect that this one would be increasing... Uh, like the timelines. You know, rituals can take a lot of time and a lot of intricacies. And so this almost works a little bit like multiple cores in a computer processor or like decentralized work across like a larger network. And so some amount of the work has been offloaded into this. The nature of that work is still mostly held by the primary, but some of the work, the magical work, is being tasked over to this secondary ritual. Can I ask a couple questions? Uh, yeah. Can I tell if there are more rituals being done here in Galt or if they're done like where the other place where the other places that this was supposed to happen because I know we shut down a network sure. um, so now bringing that up that's a good point so I think what Drosharis you'd be able to piece together is that the ri- there's a ritual taking place here that is I mean the this ritual is connected to something close-ish. If there okay. were... A, this ritual on its own doesn't seem like it would be powerful enough or doesn't seem specific enough to trigger another Grey Death out of okay. a Final Blade. There might be rituals going on in other parts of Galt doing this. This one seems to be aiding another ritual. Now, the primary ritual, it could be about a Final Blade. It could be about the whole network. It could be an entirely different thing. Um, so, in this case... All you know is that the ritual that this is powering or this is assisting, you'd guess would have to be within at most a mile, probably far less, without there being like a separate sort of magical conduit of some way to connect it. And then the next question I had was, can I tell how long this ritual took? You think this has been going on? uh, So this is 
you were, this is the day after the party, right? Yes. So this is probably about at this point, 15 hours after the party, give or take, maybe, maybe 12 or 13 because you don't want to get some sleep. Mm -hmm. And then you geared a little, waited for Kenzen and went in. Um, you think this ritual has been going probably since last night, like basically since within an hour or two of you dismantling the party the okay. night before. You don't, so you don't know how long it would go on or not go on. Your guess on this, mm, let's do, go ahead and give me a public check. Uh, give me a specific, this is an occult, like you're trying to do occult as science. This much power in to figure out X. This is just all mental thought. 40. Okay. Nice. You feel like, and this is what's a little bit unsure for you, you don't know how many others there are. Uh, and so you imagine that each sort of satellite ritual will decrease the time to completion of the, the primary ritual, okay. the parent ritual. And you'd suspect that it would be um, like a fair division. So if there is a hand, if, if there's four of these, it would, it would, it would reduce it by, it would reduce it a by fourth. a fourth. If there's two of these, you've taken away sort of half of it on top of the main one. Um, so that's that's kind of your thought. You think you've purported that that's where you, there's a big unknown, but you know you've taken out a proportional chunk of progress towards completing something. Is this the room where there was that weird flame? Yep, the blue and is flame. That the blue flame is part of the ritual. I'm it assuming? is okay. And you kind of you kind of put it out, yeah. but you're of course investigating okay. for sure. It just isn't put out naturally when the water hit it. It would just, just take sort of disarming. Is it. eloquently and intelligently explaining this to you as he oh, learns it. Oh, fascinating. And then if you yes, okay. Mm -hmm. Um. So you said that's taking them about 10 minutes to do all of that? Mm -hmm. Okay, so I want to do... fuck is Val? <laughs> I want to do two <laughs> things. And She's off playing Troubles in Otari. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell me which order they should happen in within the 10 minutes, but okay. uh, for one thing I want to use That's Odd to automatically notice one non-obvious thing because there is... We're in this new space. And then the other thing I'm going to do is reconstruct the scene, um, which takes one minute and allows me to kind of like gain the impression of what's been going on in here over the last like 24 hours. So uh, something that you probably wouldn't have immediately noticed is that um, despite being trampled on by Watson, uh, I'm sorry, the bed in here and like some of the tapestries <laughs> on the wall are wildly fucking expensive. Mm. Um, you think the just material cost of things in this room is well over five, either at or above 5,000 gold. Okay. Wow. And you do catch, and this is a small thing, you do see an odd-looking tome right next to the Divian, sort of between the Divian and the wall, where maybe someone was reading it and potentially dropped it. Okay. So that stands out to you as something non-obvious. Then reconstructing the scene, you're able to piece together that the two Grey Gardeners were taking turns maintaining and it really makes sense with what Drosharis is talking about with the way the ritual sort of like maintaining a careful burning of the fire and a careful like recitation of ritual elements so you say that they were able to they were working around this fire occasionally getting instruction from the worm prophet and interactions there back and forth so they were just tending and maintaining this ritual for the last so bit. ostensibly putting that out that fire out has helped with Disabling this ritual. Yeah, the ritual um, has been slowed. Um, so, and I'll say, Drushars, you suspect it's at least a day or two that the ritual has been slowed down by this. Oh, wow. Okay. Light bulb. So Val you, is going to go over and uh, investigate this book also. Okay. 
so you pick this book up. It's um, there's it's a thick and weighty tome. It's now bound. I like my tomes. It's bound and covered <laughs> in ornate silver and beaten copper, with arrays of semi-precious stones set across it. Okay, can I open it? What hand do you use to open it? Jesus. <laughs> do you read it with both eyes? Uh, yeah. Do you close one eye? And which eye do you close before you read it? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, no, you, you can go ahead and open it. It's not locked in any way. And as you open it, it appears to have completely blank and pristine vellum pages. Interesting. Um, so she would probably call over Watson and be like, can uh, you take a look at this? It seems as though there might be something more than meets the eye. Oh, no, the, the, those pages are blank. <laughs> Do your magic thing. This page you was please? left blank intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. They were unintentionally blank. We have to use a hair dryer to heat it up. See lemon juice. The, yeah, yeah, lemon juice. Perhaps uh, I can arcana this and see what I. Yeah, you've find. got. Do you have like detect magic, read aura, and all those? Yeah, detect cantrips? magic for sure. I'm sure someone has a read aura. Can I intimidate the pages to tell me what they say? You can intimidate it. I don't know if it'll have to help anything, but you're welcome to glare. Tell me what you say. I have read aura. Nice. Perfect. So the two of you work together. Uh, give me an arcana check. Uh, actually, you know this will be this will be behind the screen. What's your what's your arcana bonus? Can Jared? I aid them? Yeah, I'll aid. Yeah, anyone who, yeah, who I'll wants, aid them. Because you have read aura, I want you to take lead on this, Jared. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Um, and then aid with your a, a skill associated with a magic tradition so occult nature 30, religion. I got a 36 okay so you're rocking and uh, a crit aid right now okay uh, did you crit aid Trent 49 okay so plus four is what you're going to want to take from the legendary druid plus so four what's the total bonus 37 aid for me nice uh I well. would yeah. have rolled and it was arcana yeah what's your bonus with uh, an extra plus four and then I'll roll it sorry you're all good so all of you are crowding in around this book. So total is a plus 27. Okay. You realize that there is some magical essence in this book. And as you're kind of looking at it, it has some divination ties. You're able to piece together that you'll need to spend. Um, and this is not an uncommon item. It's a common item. It's a magical one. It's something called a possibility tome. And I suspect that either both through looking at it and picking apart what you see in the auras and also just through traveling the world, maybe you've heard of them before. Uh, Possibility Tome is a... There's a for that. A level 18 divination item. It's worth about 22,000 gold. Wow. Uh, if you activate the book before opening it, it changes. It takes 10 minutes for you to envision and interact with the book. And then as you flip through the book, you think about a broad topic about which you want to know more choose one skill, arcana, crafting, medicine, nature, occultism, religion, society, or a single subcategory of lore, the book's pages fill with information about that skill, though only you can see the information. While the pages are full, you can spend an interact action perusing the book just before attempting a recall knowledge check with the chosen skill. Gives you a plus three item bonus to the check. And if you roll a critical failure, you only get a failure instead. The information in the book disappears after 24 hours or when the tomb is activated a tome is activated again that's really cool that's that cool. is cool it's medieval wikipedia yeah. so can we do that with occultism whoever has the highest to try to figure out more about this ritual zadra 26 plus 26 uh that's that's much higher than what i have i have a i'm not untrained so. i have a plus 27 oh oh, oh snap oh you certainly can it take another 10 20 minutes another 10 in here. minutes um we should we'll think about that 
get the fuck out of here. I before we do that, I also want to like just thoroughly check the desk and the bodies of these people. Yeah. Also burn the room. Whoa, it's stone. No, no, wait a minute. This bed looks super comfy. It is very expensive. If I don't get the jacket, you don't get the bed. Come, come feel this, this, this comforter. I mean, it is divine. Joe feels it. And he's no, no, like, do uh, they? Uh-huh. Oh. God damn it, this is nice. <laughs> this guy really... Put it in the bag. Really I'm, <laughs> up. I'm thinking, so hear me out. <laughs> uh, my spells are completely depleted. Uh, not completely, but basically. Uh... I'm going to need something like eight hours of rest <laughs> to uh, accommodate uh, being in fighting form for any upcoming situations. Well, mechanically, I believe we have time now. Well, wouldn't it be nice if I could just sleep in this bed? <laughs> Make sure you take into account daylight saving. <laughs> so you're only going to get seven hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, sorry, you don't get your spells. <laughs> You should have gone to bed two hours ago. Okay, good night. <laughs> I'm, I'm all right with resting because it'll give us some time to work with this book. We don't want to rest Joe Charles looks around and he's like, uh, definitely have to take watches with more than just one person. Yes. So, 16 hours? We're staying, we staying down here? Why would we stay down here? Because... I got a room <laughs> at the Star Wars. Back to the Star Wars Patriot. Patriot. These sheets are really nice. I don't want to have to try to fight our way back in here again. I, I agree. That's I fair. think we can. I think we can manage to stay down here. I'm not afraid of that wussy GM on the other end of the table. Smells <laughs> 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 uh, threatening. Drop. I have. <laughs> I say we vote. Ooh. Who's sleeping here? Val raises her hand. Joe raises. I would like to. All right, I guess I'm in. Right. So there's three in the bed, and the druid said, "Roll." <laughs> Is there any? Like, can I? I want to step out into some of the other rooms that are adjacent. Are there yeah. more beds? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, well, you found some bed, bed rolls. rolls. I'll bring those in here, so we don't necessarily have to spoon each other. Okay. Uh, I think I Val have will a take. Val will. Oh, yeah, stay up too. with Adventure whoever is in the first like duo because she does want to you know thoroughly check everything in this room get all the possible information and also like mess with this book so what I will say is if two of you are keeping watch at a time that will take 16 hours for you to fully rest in this creepy terrifying because keep in mind when you are down here remember there's that like mental oppression mm-hmm. That's where true. it's harder to remember things you can feel it pushing down on your thoughts and feelings at all times Sleeping here will be unpleasant. Mechanically, it will be fine, but it will be very unpleasant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we still just do it. Like, okay, 16 hours? I, I feel know. like you're telling now us to you not say do that, that. I feel like that's a long time. <laughs> it is, but that's not intrinsically a bad thing. We, yeah. have, we have an extra two days, we believe, now. That's true. Yeah, it's a lot of time. All right. Well, we know that there are Shut three... Up, GM. Don't look at us. We're, we're discussing. So, so he said that there are, like, that this would proportionally reduce, you know, like the amount of time it would take to complete the ritual. The Banshee told us there are three worm prophets, so we know we've taken it down by a third. Mm. So, ostensibly, we would have, like, at least 24 hours. Mm. So we have time to do it, plus a full eight hours. Quick pause. Uh, not literal pause, just... I didn't mention... 
how many there were. That's an awesome little note from the investigator. Nice. Thank you. Patch. Nice job. There's another patch stuck to the back of this patch, and I'm keeping both. It's two good. patches. <laughs> I think it's just the backing. Nope. Damn it. It's two patches. Oh, shit. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Jason said it's too bad. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think we, I think we do it, and we, because I just think that there's a lot of information that we can get by, like staying awake. But if we want to do like more of like a rotating watch and keep it to eight hours, you know, we don't have to have two people awake. Even with the rotating watch, it won't be as short as eight hours, but it'll be fewer than sixteen. There's Let's a, just do that. There is a table somewhere in one of the books that says mm-hmm. how long it takes for a full party to rest, taking evenly divided watches among party members. Um, it's the actually. most Pathfinder thing ever. Uh, the I'll just go ahead and share a little bit with all of you. When we talk about like the pressure uh, in the head, recall knowledge checks are all more difficult by two while down oh, here, just because it's hard mm. to think. That's why you've been missing them, Jane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah because it is. Not James. because the GM. Not because secret rolls. No. There's there's just a number of things that I that Val wants to take time to study yeah. and think about. So like I'll just let you know if there's any way like during the watch I can roll something on these. But I want to mess with the book. I want to thoroughly check this room. And I want to try to like investigate a little bit about whatever's going on with the shadows down here. Because yeah. I'm not loving that it keeps coming up that it's like, oh the shadows don't make sense. And Stuff like that. Then so. I'm, st- I'm going to stay up with you because I want to help you. Okay. I was um, going to say, what do you have eight hours? Good night. Yeah. <laughs> and I, w- the fighters shouldn't be awake at the same time. No. Yeah. Sure. So sure. probably not. Imagine that it is a very tense situation when it's just Valadro. <laughs> yeah. We've had some great adventures. Yeah. We've got Watson out of jail. That's true. All right. So who's taking... <laughs> <laughs> it will be. So you're taking 16 hours. That's fine. Who's going to take first watch? Valandro. Yeah, Valandro. All right, so Fox and Watson get a little bit of sleep. Do you want to be Big Spoon or Little Spoon? Always big. Okay. I think it would be hilarious to have Watson be the Big Spoon. I think it would be, (laughs) equally. (laughs) Whatever he's comfortable with. I imagine you're the Big Spoon, but you're also using a wing. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like a blanket. That is so so comfy. Very sweet. (laughs) And like, we're doing all this intense like investigation and studying and then we at one point we look over and we're like, oh, look at them. It's adorable. (laughs) So. Fox hasn't cuddled me like that in a long time. (laughs) (laughs) So what is. We can never take the same watch. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. What are you getting up to during watch? Are, Are you focusing all of your attention on watching? Are you working on something else and just being awake in case something happens? I would say that Val is just awake in case something happens and focusing pretty intently on the things I listed as like stuff she wants to, because she's an investigator at heart. You know, she wants to like find out information. And I feel like we don't actually know everything we need to know right now. Sure. I'll be the end to that yang and be more focused on watching. And when she's like, hey, can you help? You're like, oh, yes, uh, you said blue. I remember mm-hmm. the color blue. Remember blue. Uh, so because I'm just going to do some hand waving here because you are taking a long rest and essentially saying time while in terms of days as a factor, you're not counting hours as hard. Trent, with your checks to roll, healing the entire party up plus a full night's rest, everyone's at full health. Sure. Uh, also, in case anyone ever wants to, it's page 500, table 10-3, watches and rest. Ah. Yeah. So if you have a... Uh, Oh shit, Jane cuts the blood drops. I can do it too. <laughs> so, if you're splitting into a group size of two, 16 hours, if you take individual watches, it takes the group collectively 10 hours and 40 minutes to get rest, with each duration of watch being two hours and 40 minutes. 
Because yeah. oh, Paizo separated that all out for wow. you. Yeah. It's a lot more efficient if you have six party members. Then it only takes nine hours and 36 That's minutes lot, to get a but full then your rest. Table play is your table terrible. Is yeah. huge. Then it takes you 24 hours to play one combat. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> you forget how to play your character by the time it gets back to your turn. Yeah. Okay. So that happens to me now when we have four people. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, let's kind of cut to. Drosharis and Val, you're working in the room. You've got torches in there. And you said you're kind of trying to investigate, Jane, the... the well, I think first, first things first, going through the desk and the bodies, is there any more like pertinent information that I can find? Nothing in the desk. Um, a lot of billing stuff that you're not able to connect immediately to anything else. They're terrible at managing their finances around here. The gardeners have the sort of same stuff you've seen on them before. He spent 10,000 gold on that jacket. <laughs> He blew the budget on the bed. The bed <laughs> sheets. What a steal! <laughs> um, this worm prophet was toting a. I'll just kind of. It's there easy enough. You can identify them. A plus one resilient chain shirt, which is pretty below the curve for all of you. His veil was pretty nice. Um, not magical, just well made. Uh, it stinks now though. And then a plus two greater striking dagger, but that's sort of well below the curve for all of you on runes as well. It's better than the dagger I have. Oh, that's cool. So you can pick that up. Um, yeah. Okay. So no, like, further information about this ritual or anything like that just laying around. Correct. Okay. Um, I would like to try to look into whatever's going on with the shadows mm-hmm. and the light. Is that, like, maybe a, a cultism, a religion? Maybe. So to, uh, how do you recall knowledge, I guess? What would Val be doing? Like, how would you do that? Actually, I think that Val would be, like... Because you said that there are, like, torches around, and mm-hmm. we've been noticing that the shadows don't really make sense. Okay, so what Val wants to do is pursue two leads. Okay. And she's going to pursue one lead being the shadows, mm-hmm. and one lead being um, the, like, mental oppression and kind of, like, feeling of being sure. in here. And then she's going to use her ability called Connect the Dots, which allows me to uh, consider both of my leads, and I can, um, based on, like, whatever relevant skill the GM determines would have to do with both of these things, mm-hmm. I can see like if they are connected. Yeah, okay. And you'll have to tell me if they're connected. Uh, sort of paint like the narrative for me. Like what's what's Val doing? How is this going on while Dro's keeping watch? Yeah, I think Val is trying to take all the information. You know, she's kind of just walking around looking at things and she's trying to think about like the kind of mental connection that she's having to this place. And, you know, she's all about knowledge. So the fact that it's harder for her to draw these like bits of knowledge to her brain, she's trying to like concentrate really hard on that. And then also going up to these torches and like looking at them mechanically. How are they working? Like what is the trying to distill? Like what is the difference between the shadows and the way the flames are moving mm-hmm. and kind of going back through her mind of what she's experienced that she knows might be causing it. Okay. Jersharis, what are you doing during this watch? Jersharis is for the most part listening, watching, um, kind of has the door cracked a little bit mm-hmm. so that you can kind of see if something happens or comes up. Um, for the things that he would help Val with, he's interested in the shadows as well. He notices that they're moving and that's not kind of normal. So if you were going to do some type of check on that, but he's for the most part, he's paying attention. He pulled out his little warfare journal mm-hmm. to figure out maybe what he's going to prepare for the next day to, to go into the fight with and um, just make sure nobody dies. It sounds like the two of you, don't talk a lot. I'm not hearing that you two of you are interacting very much I think at, socially. At, at the point that she's looking, like, I think not, mm-hmm. like, socially or chatty or anything at mm-hmm. all, but, like, 
at the point that she's looking at the shadows, she would kind of be like, Drosharis, have you noticed that there is some sort of strangeness with the way the shadows move in this place? It does appear as though they're not stationary. And it doesn't appear that anyone's or anything is causing them to move. There's no dancing lights, so... I don't like that compared with how the Sack Hills move in and out of this plane. Could also be some type of shadow creature walking in and out of the walls. I feel like there might be something here that's going to affect us, and I don't know what it is yet. I've been really depressed since we've been down here. You should talk to someone about that. Mm, Therapy is for weak people. Such this a This is Joe Shars. Have two therapists, everybody. <laughs> to support therapy. <laughs> Val, like, under her breath is like, that's so sad. Anyway. Uh, that's sort of my shtick. <laughs> I don't have friends. She's like, makes food. a note. Tell Watson to talk to Joe Shars. <laughs> Licensed uh, therapist. Yeah. Watson Himmelgate. In another game, Jared's my therapist. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> um... So, I, yeah, I think, and she'll say, like, have you noticed this mental pressure? You know, they're kind of, like, sure. debate, like, discussing this situation that she's wondering, are these two things kind of connected or coming from some sort of same force and wants to do what she does best, which is try to connect the dots on these things? So I'm almost imagining, like, a little bit of a, not to, not to put anyone into roles, but sort of the way you get the Holmes and Watson dynamic of talking a problem out, investigating mm-hmm. it, so the two of you kind of exploring Watson's it. asleep. I told you it's depressing down here. <laughs> uh, so you compared the two, the two, those two factors are not related. Ah, mm-hmm. okay. And then thinking over, she's like, mm, they've got to be something, something different. Can I just roll? Oh, I mean, I feel like we've already done this. Like tried to roll on the shadows. I'll, oh. Okay. Because this is where I would aid. This would be the mechanical thing that I do here. Give me religion. What is your religion oh. bonus, and which one of you wants to aid? Uh, my religion I'll is... I'll aid, because I don't have religion very... Are you trained, even? No. Um, right. I am, so, and my religion bonus is... I'm a master. I'm 25. So I'll roll it. Oh, okay. Jason, you can try to aid, but if you fail it, you'll give, you'll give a penalty. I... <laughs> I'm not going to fuck it up. All right. What's that bonus, Jane? 25. Remember, it's a little harder. Because How do you fail it? Pressure. What's the number to fail it? I'm going to set this at a 20. Can you use the tome? DC 20. Here's a, a tome thingy, man. You can use the tome if you want to. Okay. Yeah. So. They should do that. Watson's like, <laughs> well, because, yeah. <laughs> use the tome. That's the thing. And that's kind of that's kind of why I said that of like, <laughs> those are all the things that Val is doing. Yeah. And so she would do them in whatever order makes the most sense. You know, and like using the tome was kind of on her to do list sure, for this rest. Fine. So I could start with the tome. It's a cool, cool tome thingy. The the tome, um, there's no check. You use it, and you get a plus three on recall knowledge. Okay, excellent. So she's going to do that. And so you're normally a plus twenty five. Mm-hmm. All right. So you're working on this, and you're not able to pick exactly what it is. You don't know if it's a creature, if it's the place itself. Um, but you, you work on it for a bit, and you have, like, a pounding headache. So the tome is, like, just full of information about religion now? Yes. So is there anything else useful to me in there? 
it's up to you. I mean, you're reading through it. There's just tons of stuff on religion. You can make another okay. check on religion, or you can spend 10 minutes to change the subject of the book to something else. Yeah, I am going to spend 10 minutes to change the subject of the book to occultism. Mm-hmm. And see, like, and then roll on... Oh, I recognize. I recognize some of this. You can't see it. Only I can see That's it. That's true, yeah. Only the person who's reading it. Yeah. Uh, um, but I, so I'm going to change it to occultism, but I mean, if it only takes us 10 minutes and we can do it however much we want, yeah. uh, I'm going to change it to occultism and then try to roll on the ritual. Okay. What's your occultism bonus? 27. Sure. So 30 with the tome. Yep. And which then minus two because of the mental oppression. 28. Yep. <laughs> so you don't pick up anything that Drosharis didn't already. You find a lot of things that, co- that corroborate what Drosharis shared, and that seems consistent, but you don't pick up anything new with that. Can I also then, with this tome of occultism, roll on the worm? Yeah, you can. Um, okay. So that pops off. Nothing new on the worm. You do feel pretty confident that, given that these people were divine casters, so you do pick one additional thing. You think the worm's presence... So you, we talked about how it's a, it's an aberration, like something alien, something outside of this planet, outside of this reality even. The presence and strength of the worm, you do think is what that divine caster, the worm prophet, was drawing its spells from. Mm. So... Does anyone... I think Valentine would just say, like, gathering that information, be like, well... The good, the bad news is, is that there's two more of these worm prophets. The good news is they're not really going to be a problem if we kill the worm first. Hmm. And she'll hand the book to Drosharis and be like, have at it if you want to use this for anything. Okay. Does anyone in here feel like a lot of Pathfinder background know what it takes for a, a divine spellcaster to get spells from something? Uh, like mechanically? Narratively. Uh, Sacrifice? Not specifically, right? <laughs> I just know. Can they pray to anything? A god? Oh, the worm's a god! Yeah. All right, so you finish your eight-hour rest. Well, hang on, I'm not done. Oh, okay. So towards the end of the rest, and after you hand me the book, Drosharis is sitting there, and he's like, Val, what brought you here on this mission? And she'd be like, why do you want to know? Well, I believe I have something to tell you. Well, I came here to kill some great gardeners and to... I came here because Camilla Dronach tricked me into thinking she was someone that she's not. And I went along with this mission because I was concerned that there was some information about me and my upbringing, which I'm sure it's pointless to tell you now was as a Red Mantis assassin... And I wanted to make sure that information was removed. And if you're going to ask me why I'm still here, I don't really know. I'm getting talked to by gods, and it's all really fucked up at this point. I believe I feel the same way, and that's why I feel like I have to tell you that you're the reason I'm here. Val draws her gun. (laughs) (laughs) Joe puts his hands up, and he's like, What do you mean? I was sent here to take you out. She's going to, like, cock an eyebrow. I'm part of an organization, and I was given a mission. What kind of organization? I'll tell you about it another day. But... Click, click. (laughs) I assure you, you do not want to do that. What do you mean? I don't know why they wanted to kill you. I have a few guesses. And 
I have tried to relate to them that you are not the target. That there is something here that's much worse. Why should I believe you? I chose to tell you this. I could have just killed you. Uh, sense motive on Drosharis? Okay, that's going to be a secret check. It's your perception bonus. Okay, hold on. I think I also have something for this. Mm, I get a plus two bonus to people trying to lie to me because I am <laughs> such a good liar. Okay, so give me your perception plus two. My that's perception. called lie to me, in fact. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 29. All right. Drosharis, what's your deception DC? That'd be plus 10, right? Yep. To 34. Okay. And Jane, what's your bonus? 29. Uh, you don't... You don't feel like Drosharis is keeping anything back from you? But you're not sure. Well, it's a secret check. You, 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 so, feel, you feel confident that he's not lying to you, but the question is... Do you, Jane, think I'm James and lying to you? Always. <laughs> That's a good basis Playing for this game shot. all the time. <laughs> um, Joe Charis is kind of sits there for a second, can see that you're like conflicted, and I'll make you a deal. As you can tell from our last fight, I've moved to start to try to protect you. I don't believe that you are the enemy here. I believe that I am being taken advantage of. Hmm. When we leave, I need your help to correct this mistake. Well, if you're asking me to go along with you to kill the people trying to kill me, then uh, count me in. Fair enough. But if you try anything while we're here, I'll make sure that even if you do kill me, Watson resurrects me and I come and make your life as miserable as possible. Uh, yes, I will take a sugar plum. I want <laughs> you to know that if I kill you, I kill Watson too. And then Val, I think, would... <laughs> but I would never. Like, like you see her like about to shoot you when you say that you would kill Watson. Dro starts taking his sword off his back and like de-arming himself like his night's rest is about to start and like just turns away from you pointing a gun at him I love that like possibly Fox or Watson like wakes up a little bit and just sees like Val (laughs) pointing a gun at Dro and like they're like oh god not again (laughs) so Val is going to like just slowly lower the gun and seriously consider killing Drosharis in his sleep all right as soon as you put it in your holster, he's like, bah! <laughs> Just kidding. So it's about eight she hours. Does someone up. wake up Fox or Watson for their watch? Do you, Watson or Fox, do you think you'd wake up automatically in time for your watch? Probably Uh-oh. wait for a cue. I would, after you point the gun at me and I turn away, I'm like, hey, it's time to switch Watson out. would definitely automatically wake up just being super old, you mm. know, just like, oh, <laughs> all right, it's about that time, okay. Also, quick... Uh, Unplanned hero nice. patches for two of you for that nice little improv scene. I can't read that. Oh. All right. Oh, yeah, Jason, I think that's... Uh, <laughs> COVID Tech 4? Yeah, uh, oh, it's yeah. from... Campaign in, 2020? A bunch of people who play Infinity, one of the tabletop oh, nice. games. I guess that's one of my hobbies, is playing a competitive miniatures game. Uh, there was a bunch <laughs> of tournaments that were canceled during COVID, and a few people did a charity fundraiser. One of the missions you can run that's famously difficult in Infinity is Biotechvor, 
Mm. So they made COVID tech COVID for, tech and for. the proceeds from those patches went mm, to funny. a couple of charities that were helping during COVID. Is that a vest? Uh, that's an alien head wearing, wearing an N95 a mask. mask. Okay. Yeah, I see the N95 mask. Now I see the alien yeah, head. It was a fun one. So cool. Fox, Watson, you come to as, as Drosharis wakes you up. Oh, I, I bet their watch went perfectly well. Hey, and they didn't good. have yeah, any nothing, nothing argument whatsoever. Dro's just smiling with a thumbs up when you get up. Oh, hello. <laughs> I know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> good night, you two. Sleep well. Well, Dro is not going to sleep. Obviously, in the bed sleeping on the floor. <laughs> Dro gets into the bedroll on his own. Yeah, Val is going to, like, be like Watson. Mm. Hello. She stops for a second. She's like. Have a good watch. And like gets okay. it dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you wearing medium or heavy armor, Fox? Medium. So it takes you about a minute or so, so you get armored back up. Yep. You're wearing medium or heavy, Jason? Medium, so I'm taking that off. Okay, so if armor comes off. I'll help you out. Yes. Undress me, please. <laughs> oh. <laughs> As when you never mind, that's just that's an offline kingmaker conversation with Trent. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Are you taking that that feat to yes. help people take their armor on and off? Yes. Nice, I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right, Fox Watson, two of you. What are you doing? Anything in a particular note during the watch? Um, Watson is sitting and conversing with the uh, spirits of nature. No, there's there's some new ones around. Because uh, a lot of people, a lot of them died in the last right. day. Right. Um, this deep underground. What are you talking to them? What are you talking with them about? So it's it's always specifically matters related to their nature, of course. Um, so I think he would ask, having just gone through it. He's like, you know, I'm not sure I've ever asked a. Uh, when you sleep, what do you dream of? And I think the ones down here share about disruption of sleep. They share about this the nightmares that come with this this psychic presence underground. And some of them reference some of the other spirits that have been here much longer that said it wasn't always like that. Oh, that's terrible. You poor little fellas. I, I'm not going to do animal voices. <laughs> How mind. dare you consider killing this sweet, sweet old dwarf? <laughs> That's why I said he would never. I was able to rest peacefully knowing I'll live forever. But he understands that if he kills you, he's got to kill him too. <laughs> I just bought a boat. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to retire. That's an old person shit right there. Not a boat. Oh my God, I almost choked. Uh, um, so I think, I think in talking with some of the, the, the spirits, they sort of shared that this pressure, this force started about 50 years ago. Oh, a little more, a little less. Maybe people ever piece it together. They'll talk about like seasons and winters more than they will like, well, the Absalonian calendar back in fourth, but about 50 years ago, give or take, is when they said that this presence kind of came and started changing oh. the the feel of the space here. Very straight. Um, but they do talk about how there are some that are much, much older. And in your time down here, they share that it, it was a place like their dreams used to bring them inspiration. They used to, they felt like they learned more. And you'll even notice that like the creatures down here seem to be like their, their conceptual sense of self is much broader than many other of the spirits you interact with. So relating to their nature, like their nature is erudite is too strong of a word, but there's a lot more self-reflection and a lot more thought about the nature of themselves or what's around them from some of the spirits who've been here much longer. And they talk about, 
how this used to be a place where people would come and spend ages. You able to piece together maybe researching or talking or learning is what you're able to piece across from these a lot of like moles or subterranean animals, sort of that's what you're able to infer from what their interpretation of their experience here was. But they do seem not more intelligent, but like to understand a little bit more about your perception of the world than many other spirits would. Hmm. The old Interesting. Oh, I, Fox, I believe this place used to be a, pl- a center of learning almost. Who told you that? Oh, uh, you know, Timmy. <laughs> the spirit, uh, one of the spirits of this place. Hmm. Interesting. Good guy, that Timmy. Sabertooth spirit. We can <laughs> tell it was. <laughs> Sabertooth Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> Old Timmy. Do, do, do. Watson. Huh? If we die here, what do you suppose your legacy will be? Oh, my goodness. You know, I... There were times long ago I spent nearly 50 to 100 years, I believe, working, toiling in the mines, deep in the mine-spin mountains. And wouldn't it be awful if that's all someone was known for? That's why I... I I'm terribly sad when I think about people, creatures who have been enslaved, mindless, wandering. Oh, it's awful. If that's all they were ever known for. But I realized in my travels that as much as I have disdain, had disdain for people of all sorts, that... I believe creatures, even if they are evil, can fundamentally be made good. And so, I would like to be known, I believe, for working to make that happen. It's very glass half full. And how about you? What is your legacy? I don't know. I think it was, would be one of one to be proud of. Though I don't feel that way right now. I feel tired, to be honest. Yes, oh, I understand tired. Is Val part of your legacy? Oh, Val is a very tough case, isn't she? She is. She had a horrible childhood, I will tell you that. And she stole things, actually, directly, directly from me. But, interesting enough, she actually brought them back. And I think that says something. There is, a, there is something there, deep in that l- troubled psyche. Somewhere in there. Yes. What? <laughs> Mobbles in a sleep somewhere, somewhere, somewhere. She's like, I'm still awake. <sighs> oh. <laughs> Embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think that there are layers to vow that I'm not aware of. She reminds me of hand-me-down jewelry or something like that. Something, something beautiful, but stuck in a box. Mm, that's a great analogy. Deep. It was deep. I hope that our legacy means something at the end of the day. Return the shine to her once more. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where's the patch? Where's the patch? Let's see, pick out some fun ones. Patches! 
Ooh, trying to throw them nice. the, the, the table pancakes that were sitting down there. <laughs> gotta have some table cakes. There are literally pancakes on the table right now. You got some table mm-hmm. cakes. Um, you finish the watch, 16 or so hours, you rest, you chat, you get up. Uh, Val would say, once everybody is awake, mm-hmm. uh, I have something I think I've figured out about this whole situation that I feel like I should tell you all, which <gasps> is the Carol god... Goes. <laughs> Drosharis is an asshole. <laughs> to be uh, clear, Jason went made a grimacing face and looked yeah. left and right back in a terrible like, oh, shit, that's okay. to tell Watson goes, there's something, there's something I'd like to say. No. <laughs> no, she says, um, the god that I grew up worshipping makes it a point to take issue with those who would themselves aspire to be gods and wrongfully so. Which is why I feel like that drawn to figuring out what this worm is all about. And I believe now that it is, in fact, a god itself. Oh, dear. That would be awful. It would be truly sense. awful. I've never killed a god before, so we'll see how that goes. It's a good legacy to leave behind. I'm not sure exactly how well that's going to go over with, uh, you know, everyone else in charge, but I think it's something that we have to do. I did once kill a god, but smelled terrible. Oh <laughs> <laughs> it was just some guy named Agat. Yeah. A-G-O-D. Exactly. How did you... That's exactly what I know. Him. I know him. I know him. <laughs> Knew him. Right. General Agat. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember what we were talking no. about. <laughs> I just got lost in the it, backstory in the, of General Agat who Watson God. somehow murdered. Do we... Do we have the capability to kill a god? Oh. Not general a god. He was taken care of. <laughs> general a god? <laughs> well, you know, I I don't know whether we do or not, but I know that someone, a power higher than myself or any of us here, has been on my side with it so far. When you discuss your god, do you mean... I mean the bad one. What does... Phorasma have to say about all of this? Well, judging by the one time we talked, she said they've seen eye to eye. Hmm. It seems the fates are aligning for us to be successful. Then let's go kick this god's ass. <laughs> Fucking A. Dun, 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 dun. So... All of you kind of know that there's sort of two entry chambers. There's two ways down to the basements, the crypts of this monastery. You went through the one side first. You fought the Banshees. You followed a tunnel into the weird endless pit uh, guillotine room with Kenzin Navarro. You kind of backtracked. You went down the other path that started. And so I kind of want you to imagine, if you will, this basement almost like the bottomless pit room is a big X in the center of the room. Okay. Mm. And if you have the, if you think about the X and you were to just like automatically make the top of it north, the top left or the northwest corner of the X looped into the room where you fought the Banshees. The southwest or the bottom left corner of the X, like in that inter, that intersection, that junction, comes down to this section of rooms that you are in now. So essentially, these rooms connect to each other, and then they move together into the giant guillotine magic darkness pit room. And from there, there's two exits, one to the northeast and one to the north-south. 
sorry, one to the northeast <laughs> and one to the southeast. And Watson, your detect magics did pick up some weird fucking shit in the southeast and the northeast. It's not that you there is anything there. Your range on that spell is pretty limited, so you you didn't detect any additional magic to the northeast. So you have if to go further into this crypt. You have to go back into the magical darkness endless pit guillotine room. Um, didn't we like successfully fully disable everything in there though? And we know uh, that if no. we walk, didn't we figure out if we walk around the edge though, it's not a problem. That's correct. Yeah. But the darkness we think may have returned. Yeah. Oh, right. Because you only had like 24 hours on that or something. You disarmed, essentially what Watson figured out is that he disarmed a part of the trap, mm-hmm. but not like he addressed a symptom, not a cause, essentially. But right. I, I can see in there just fine. So if we want to like all grab a tail, you know, in a line, we can sort of get around. You have a tail? <laughs> oh, have you not seen? <laughs> I've got a tail. No, I don't have a tail. He does have Am a tail. Am I the tail. only like, one that doesn't have a tail? I don't have a fucking tail. <laughs> I don't know what you do. I could spin it. <laughs> She's mad at Josharis. <laughs> I was honest with you. I don't see why I'm getting such... I was just going to kill you. I don't see what whoa, a big deal is. Whoa, whoa, what? What? Anyway. It's no, joke. that's not Guess really an anyway. It's a joke. It's, a, it's joking. Oh, okay. It's just a joke. Don't worry about it. We're just. So. It's just a thing we do. It's like a bit. Plus 26 deception. <laughs> Plus 30 deception. I'm so much better of a liar than you. I think there's a... Uh, there's like some very high level. I believe it was divination magic, or what was no, that? The divination that magic was, was in this here. room. The, it was the most telling. likely the book, the journal, actually. Yeah. Yes, uh, of course, of course. I thought the same thing. Uh, what was the? What school of magic was that in the southeast? I don't think it has a type. Yeah, I think you said untyped. Mm. Oh, that's mm. old school. Very strange magic. <laughs> very. Um, old. I'll double check. I actually do have something for you, but. Well, shall we get to it then? I suppose so. To the southeast. Lead the way. Also, I cannot imagine how terrifying it would be for Val, though she is a hardened badass, to be, because she doesn't have like any kind of like dark vision or anything, to be walking in this like greater darkness along an edge of a room that she knows is a bottomless pit with someone who just admitted they wanted to kill her. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. And so I'll say, so you, you all go back through that room and sure enough, it's dark again. And Watson, you can see and you see that everything is prepped. Now, you did disable a couple of the blades. You disabled one set of blades, but there's still multiple, multiple more. Well, I think Val would say, like, if we keep to the outside, it shouldn't be a problem. Uh, oof. And one quick second. I do have schools for you on that other spell, Trent. Uh, Abjuration and Conjuration. Oh. Mm. Oh. That sounds ritual. That sounds Mm -hmm. not good. And this was magical darkness, right? No, no... Greater, deeper magical yeah, darkness. So the, yeah. the sword's not going to help. No. Nope. You can feel it. Even if hand. it's magic too? It's not a higher okay. level than this darkness. That's what, uh, that makes sense too. So do you, Watson, sort of lead the group? Yeah. I think we, our understanding, I believe, was that we could sort of walk around the outside. The doors wouldn't switch. We were anticipating. You did figure out that the triggers were if something disturbs one of the platforms or falls into the pit. Right. Mm. So, yeah. No one kick anything in, uh... I'll look out for rocks, that sort of thing. So you all work. You're going to the door in the southeast. Correct. Mm-hmm. All right. So you push through, and yeah, it's it's fucking terrifying. Magical darkness, blades here set to kill anyone. I understand you're afraid, but trust me, I can see you perfectly well in here. You find the door, open the hallway, and as soon as you do, you can see light down the hallway to the southeast. And... It's the same flickering, weird light. And just like the hallway here, you open the door, there's a hallway about 15 
15, 20 feet down, and then another door. Hello. Oh, no one in here. <laughs> Did it work? No, no one in here. Oh, fuck. So you walk down that Not way. Not that I can see, at least. Or do you? Do you stop? Do you go down the hallway? I mean, as per usual. Mm-hmm. We um, would then change the marching order. It's, yeah, once we get into the hallway. And then, like, detect magic as sure. we advance through it. At the doorway, especially. Okay. <laughs> All right. And then you get to the door? I mean, you tell me. You're at the door. Uh, detect magic. 30 feet in. 30 feet in. You're picking up the conjuration and abjuration. Um, at 30 feet, you're picking up a little bit of something. You're picking up like a radiation of something else, but it's unlike anything you've you've ever picked up before. Oh. oh. I get the highest level. Yeah. And like five foot of space. So like, I think it's so right I, like, I know at the, like how far away from me it is. Right at the edge of your 30 feet. I think this is going to be so all the way in sort of in the if you were to guess sort of the center of the room. Or just show 30. me and I'll help you figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jason, it's, it's here. It's, just help yeah, me out. It's page 43 of the PDF. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I've got that memorized. I've got it so, up here right yeah. now. So uh, if you go like you're going east down this hallway, the doors to your east go 30 feet, edge of your range from the edge of that door is a space divination magic um i think it's level 24 not divination or no no this divination. is a this is a new aura 24 Tire. level how much 24 that's Whoa. a thing okay everybody i didn't know that was a thing is that like third party <laughs> this is a third party right i mean i believe you i just didn't know that was a thing some kobold press shit <laughs> kobold yeah, press yeah, yeah. worm so yeah okay about give or take 30 feet into this room there is some serious shit in here. There, Divination magic. Is there a door? Like door, like physical door? Yep, there's a door between you and this room. There is some sort of something that is emanating some incredibly high level magic. And I know I've said that before, but holy fucking shit. <laughs> I'd like to try to check the door for traps and listen for noises. I got your perception bonus. Yeah, I'm going to percept as well. Right here. Cool. Um... It, it's really thick doors. You don't hear anything through it. Um, yeah. Hmm. Well, that's not fair. Let me double check that. I, I have agree with that. It's not fair. Um, <laughs> Indeed, not fair. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Uh, no, I think you're you're good. You okay. you don't hear anything through that door. Thick fucking door. Watson kicks it open. Yeah, he turns around and he's like, "Well, one last hi, I'm Watson." You know what? Fuck it. And he kicks it. Trail pulls his sword out and he's standing behind him as he kicks the door open. You see this surprisingly lofty room has several grooves carved into the stone floor that form wide spirals forming towards the center that gives you this extremely visually disorienting feeling of falling just to look into the room at all. In the room's center, there is a shallow depression sprouting out of which is a pillar of purple stone five feet across and ten feet high. And... Like how you see... <laughs> God... You see God? No. I see God. (laughs) 
We were wrong. We were so wrong. <laughs> you, uh, you see a creature, some sort of shape, looming over the pillar, and it shifts its whole body to look back at you. Hello. <laughs> Tune in next week to find uh, out. Oh, no. Oh, my God. The Live to Die podcast is a production of Live to Die Gaming. Follow us on social media at Live to Die Pod. Leave a review and tune in next week for more. If you like the amazing background audio and music, all that credit goes to Sirenscape. Make sure you check them out at sirenscape.com.